At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Top horse racing place from Express Bet analyst Jeff Siegel. Santa Anita, race three. He likes the three maximum moment. And in race eight, he likes the seven. Big attraction on top at three to one on the morning line. Bet these races and more. At first bet with the app, sign up today. Use the code VEGAS1000 for an instant $10 free plus up to a $1,000 bonus. VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. All right, let's go. Fireworks right out of the gate to begin this hour. Jonathan Von Tobel joins the program. NBA betting analyst here at VEASAN. Also hosts the Edge weekdays at 4 Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific. Uh, JBT, thank you for waking up early. As always, we appreciate it. Now, you're sitting on a couple of tickets here. On the Celtics, 66-1 to to win the NBA title. You also text me last night, and I want you to explain the, uh, to the audience why you're afraid you might lose the second ticket. And yeah, so I also... And, and that, that, is the, that is the Celtics to win in five at 9-1. to Go ahead, the floor is yours. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got those two. I like this Boston team a lot, clearly. Uh, but I, I am afraid that I might lose that ticket on the Celtics to win in five, uh, because if they're going to play like that, uh, they're going to sweep the Golden State Warriors, and I don't think I'm going to win that ticket. Um, they, they were incredible yesterday, and a lot of people are going to point to the three-point shooting, how it's unsustainable. They're going to point to a 40-point fourth quarter, ignoring the fact that in two quarters, the second and the fourth, they were absolutely brilliant defensively with what they were doing against the uh, Golden State Warriors and the way they were switching and forcing turnovers. You know, in the second quarter alone, guys, they forced seven turnovers. They were brilliant. Um, but yeah, I, I think I might lose that just because they might win this thing in four, like ER was talking about with you guys the other day. Well, you'll be able to maneuver though, at least. Why, why did you get on them in the first place at 66 to one? When was the bet placed and 
Why'd you think that had a chance and Boston could turn it around? Yeah, so I was going back through some of the stuff that I was writing, and it was uh, first week of February, if I remember correctly. And it was a couple of things, Paul. First off, if you looked at the defensive numbers up to that point, you saw that this was like a legitimate turnaround yeah. for Boston. They, they, they were they were fantastic. Everything across the board told you that the changes they made were real. Uh, but the other part was it was just a really off market number. You know, they, the I think I got it. At, or I got it at MGM. They were sitting at sixty six to one when the rest of the market at best was at forty to one. And so looking around and seeing the legitimate change, the fact that, remember, at that point, too, we were seeing signs that the Cavaliers were falling apart in the Eastern Conference, that the Bulls were starting to take a little bit of a dip in the Eastern Conference. It, it seemed that that team had some real upward mobility in the East. And so they grabbed an off market at 66 to 1, and here we are. Okay. Good. All right. Good luck. See how you, what you're going to do there and maneuver. Yeah. The, okay. The other stuff here now, how about the comments coming out of Golden State after the game? Draymond Green, we dominated the first 42 minutes. We'll be fine. It's just game one. Kerr, while we don't expect them to make 21 threes again. Several were contested, but also a ton of them were wide open too. But I don't know how your takeaway isn't Tatum doesn't score in the fourth quarter. It's three of 17 and Boston wins by 12. Yeah, I don't I don't really understand. I mean, I guess you got to be confident at some point. You don't want to like get too rattled after one game. But, you know, if you look at some of these other numbers, you know, I mentioned the second quarter in which they completely dominated him and took that lead at halftime. Uh, in the half-court settings in this game, the Golden State Warriors only averaged uh, had an offense rating of 90.1. That's not very good in terms of your offense executing in half-court sets. In that first quarter, when Steph Curry's going nuts, the Celtics are right there. They're within like four or five, you know, the entire time. They're letting them go insane. And by the way, some of those shots were just on miscommunications that you don't usually see from the Boston Celtics, right? Leaving him in transition when Marcus Smart feels that the screener is going to come over, the screener defender is going to switch on to him. There are multiple moments like that. I think it was Peyton Pritchard and Derek White get caught up in a screen, and they both go with the role guy as opposed to sticking with Steph Curry, and he hits a wide-open shot. And once they started to calm down a little bit, what happens? He goes scoreless in the second quarter. And then you mentioned it. In the fourth, I mean, they had no answer for Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, in the first six minutes and 50 seconds of the fourth quarter, was brilliant. He goes uh, perfect from the floor, 4-4, four 2-2 four, two two from three-point range, scores 10 points, dishes out four assists, and has a steal. And he completely takes it over, and Horford goes from there. And what they were doing with Horford was incredible. They, they were coming off of him to help, and he's wide open from the corner multiple times to hit those jump shots to essentially ice the game for them. Like The, the Warriors, I think, have more problems than they realize. And I, I'm not gonna, I don't think they're going to come out and say, man, we got to do this, this is terrible. But at the same time, the, the weird confidence from a guy like Green to talk about the three guys who went nuts from three and be like, oh, we'll be okay. Well, Jason Tatum's not going to have the same scoring night that he did either. Yep, JVT. So, again, just try not to overreact to last night. Golden State did lead 87-72 with a couple of minutes uh, to go in the third quarter. Uh, Steph did mm-hmm. go nuts, but here's my biggest concern. Again, like you said, he was going crazy in the first quarter. They couldn't pull ahead of Boston. Uh, and my concern would be, my eyeballs told me last night they got killed when it mattered most when Steph was on the bench. What were the non-Steph numbers from last night? I was trying to find them, Mitch, and like a couple of these websites. I wanted to see like popcornmachine.net does the exact lineups and when they're out there. They haven't updated the numbers yet. Um, and so I haven't seen officially what they were in terms of being outscored. But I'll say this. like When you looked at some of these lineups, like for example, uh, Clay Thompson and, and Jordan Poole, when they were on the floor together yesterday, defensive rating of 171.4. <laughs> It's not that's not going to cut it, especially when you're talking about a guy like Poole, right? You can talk yourself into Poole being out there if he's going to score, if he's going to drop near triple doubles like he like we were watching him do in Denver. If he's going to score less than 10 points and be a non-factor offensively, well, then what are you going to do from a lineup standpoint? You can't have him out there. And you saw Kerr tinkering around. You know, we there was this narrative going into yesterday, for example, that Andre Iguodala in the full contact practice and like this is going to be a big deal. 
They had a lineup in the the fourth quarter with about eight minutes left where it was Andre Iguodala and Draymond Green on the four together. And there's a great screenshot out there. Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala have nobody near them. And it was a play in which both of them touched the ball with the defender not even 10 feet in their area, and they both used it to have an extra pass. Like, they didn't take the shot Mm -hmm. because they just don't have a three-point shot. And Andre Iguodala hit a three. He was 101 yesterday. But, like, those kind of lineups, what are you doing there? You can't have anything on the offensive end of the floor. It played into why they were so poor in the half court. So, like, to your question, I haven't seen the official numbers yet. I'm going to dig in to see what they were. Uh, But at the same time, I think your eyes are right, and some of these numbers are telling us at least, like when you're talking about the two-man lineups that we were talking about with Poole and Thompson, that they have some problems when Steph Curry's not out there. Uh, Might have been a surprise what he did. Uh, He had a couple contested threes. I I thought the stage was too big for Poole as well. I mean, defensively, you just mentioned how bad he was. Can't defend, but also uh, you, you expect some scoring out of the guy. And the deer in the headlights, I don't know what that possession was at the end of the first quarter. Dribble, yeah. dribble, dribble, and he shoots and hits the top of the backboard. Yeah, and, and Paul, for me too, it's like it, it, there was all this conversation about like the deep warriors and they're not getting enough respect. And Jordan Poole's a really good player, and this not mean to denigrate him in any way whatsoever, but the reason why he was such a great story is because he was a G League player at one point. Now you're talking about facing a Celtics roster that is going to switch pretty much as much as possible, especially one through three, one through four. You're always going to have a guy in your jersey at every single point. And by the way, the guy is going to be six, four or bigger, and you're going to be giving away at the very least 20 pounds to him. So it's a really tough matchup for a guy like Jordan Poole. Like this is a different uh, this is a different animal. Think about the teams that the Warriors faced in the first few rounds of this series of this postseason outside of Memphis, who, by the way, against Memphis, they weren't that really they weren't really that good, especially on the road from an offensive standpoint. The, this is the best defense, the stoutest defense by far, especially when it comes to perimeter players. And guys like Poole, I think, are in pretty tough positions unless they're getting balls in transition and firing up right away and hitting threes when they're coming down. And the Warriors were really good off live rebounds in transition. But other than that, like when we're talking about some of these half-court sets, it's going to be really hard for guys like him to create their own shot. Are you like me this morning? Are you offended by the updated MVP market? Oh, absolutely. I, like, I think so. First off, and I, I know I texted you this late last night when we were going back and forth about it. Uh, the fact that Draymond Green is forty to one oh. to win Finals MVP is absolutely asinine. It's laughable. This should be yeah. This should not be there. But like, look, this is this has the potential to be a short series. And for Tatum, who yes had all the assists yesterday. To still be the favorite, to not have a guy like Jalen Brown much far, far like further up the board. He's at five to one. Uh, and I've got him at finals MVP too. I love what he did yesterday in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Uh, but Al Horford, I know you got a big ticket on him, Mitch. He should be much further up there because he was brilliant in the entire game and helped close them out over the final five. Uh, the fact that Smart's ahead of him, I think, is weird. Smart couldn't find the floor in the fourth quarter. No, he wasn't yeah. even on the court. <laughs> he wasn't out there until like the three minute and 45 second mark when they already had the lead. So like I like I get it. Liabilities play into it and whatnot. Sure. But uh, th- this is definitely not a list of true odds for the guy who could win finals MVP. Not if, by far. If you're talking about true MVP, most valuable player. Like that game and potentially the series flipped because of Jalen Brown and Al Horford last night and Derek White. Those are the three yeah. guys. Tatum absolutely. Tatum never scored in the fourth quarter. Okay, so then what do you want to do with game two, though? Here at Circa, Warriors are minus four. Four and a halves are out there as well. Total 215 and a half. Look, so I, I talked about this yesterday. We're going to doing the podcast after every NBA Finals game. So w- one of the things, look, I'm really data-driven when it comes to a lot of this analysis. And for me, I just can't wrap my head around I have to if I'm if I want to back the Warriors. I have to lay another a, a full extra point here because they lost and failed to cover game one, right? Because it's the zigzag, and so the market's by, baking that into the number. And a lot of people like this situation. 
But a lot of people liked, for some reason, the situation in Game 1 with Boston coming off of a Game 7 matchup against Miami on a Sunday. To me, it's just back to the well with Boston. This was a number in Game 1 that represented them being equals on on a neutral floor, right? Home court has been worth 3.5 points now in the postseason the way that I calculate it. That's not the case. Boston is the better team. Now, because Boston won and you know won outright as an underdog in Game 1, now, all of a sudden, it's up to four and a half in multiple markets. I'm sorry, but it just, to me, you're not, as in long term, you're not making that much money when you're laying an extra point just because a team lost in game one of a series. So I'm just going to go back to the well with the Celtics here. I, I like right. this team. I think they're undervalued by the market, and I think it's a little weird that you're laying a full extra point here just because they uh, lost and failed to cover the Golden State Warriors. Listen to that. You just keep adding more Celtics all the time. I mean, how can you not? I like this team, man. Yeah. And you know what? I felt like, uh, is it Wolf of Wall Street? I made the joke the other day uh, where he's like, I'm not effing leaving. Yeah. Uh, I'm not eff- I'm not effing hedging. Like, I've got the 66 wow. to 1, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I got it. I think they're better. They think they're the better team. They're in good position. I think they're going to win the NBA finals. So I'm just going to sit back and ride this thing out. Good for you, man. I'm, I'm hoping you cash every single one of those tickets. Uh, follow him on Twitter. He is at me, JBT, and also listen to him. On the Edge, weekdays at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on vsin and vsin.com. Thanks, pal. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Everyone wants to know what to do with advice. Uh, one guy sent this in, but he's got the Rangers 24 to 1. All right. Well, you can sit back, relax, and see what happens. Yeah. So far, so good. It's different for everybody. It's it's Yeah. When you don't know someone, uh, it's difficult to answer hedging questions like that. Oh, it's an easy one for Von Tobel if he wants to get involved. Oh, I mean, sure. The guy with the Rangers, he, yep. going against Colorado, likely in the finals. Who knows what that price is? Uh, college football win totals were posted yesterday. We'll run down some of the bigger names in the sport and ask the question again. How is the number this low? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever. And the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Scott Steen, lead capper, winners and winners, strong season overall. And he's 4-1 in his last totals in Major League Baseball. He's got a total tonight. You can get it by texting VEASAN to 320-350-3500. Total tonight, text VEASAN 320-350-3500, winners and winners. Okay, so DraftKings released uh, every team yesterday in college football a win total, Paulie. Everyone is on the board, and we'll run down some of the... uh, Bigger names in the sport, some of the highest win totals across the board. And also tell you about the teams that have a win total of two and a half uh, this year. But let's begin with the reigning national champs, the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, DraftKings did not assign an 11 or an 11 and a half to any team in the country. The highest number they have on any team is 10 and a half. And they slapped that on four different teams, including Georgia. And when you look at their schedule overall... You know the team's going to be loaded again this season. Doesn't matter how many. Well, they lost a lot on defense, but they're still going to be really good on that side of the ball. They begin the year on a neutral against Oregon. But then they get Samford, South Carolina on the road, Kent State, at Missouri, and then Auburn to begin the the first half of the year. Where are the two losses coming from? They will smoke Vanderbilt. They play Florida and Jacksonville. They get Tennessee at home. Oregon never wins that game. No, never, ever. No. They play at Miss State, at Kentucky, back-to-back, November 12th and 19th. That's a tricky stretch. But if they're undefeated entering the game at Mississippi State, they're not going to lose both, and they're certainly not going to lose to Ja Tech at home in that rivalry game. Yeah, I should say the, the uh, Pac-12 rarely wins that game, although they did uh, beat Ohio State, but that's, yep, yeah, I'm with you. And like what Matt Eumann said when he was on with Alabama, how was Alabama... Uh, ten and a half, and then minus two dollars. He thought two dollars was uh, was a gift, and that's what Alabama is too. Yeah, Georgia's minus two hundred five for the record. Mm-hmm. Bam is minus one ninety, but Ohio State's actually look at the the juice in Ohio State's higher than Alabama. The Buckeyes have a juice of uh, my, have juice of minus two hundred five over ten and a half. The under is plus one sixty five, and they their offense is going to be pure insanity this year. They get Notre Dame to begin. Will be tricky, although Notre Dame, you know, expected to be a tick down this year. They do get Wisconsin at home. They play at Michigan State. They're at Penn State. 
and they close the year with Michigan at home. Are they losing twice this year? Here's the thing. Mm. We are not allowed to bet at DraftKings. Um, if we were, the team that I would bet on would be the next team on the list. I think I would avoid Georgia and avoid Ohio State. And I would fire on Alabama at minus 190. Double-digit every game? Mm-hmm. Double-digit favorite every game? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio State, ridiculous weapons with wide re- at the wide receiver position. But this is also refreshing that there are so many big games early on in the non-conference. And uh, with Ohio State taking on Notre Dame and other big mm-hmm. Well, they go to Penn State, Michigan at home, revenge angle. But uh, you never know. They're just probably going to outscore every single team yeah. by, you know, 30 points this year. Yeah. But this this Bama team again, uh, equally as impressive on offense with uh, the Heisman Trophy winner back, Young. And when you look at their schedule again, find me the two losses. I would lay $1.90 over 10.5 with this team if I could. At Arkansas, going to be tough. Revenge game against Texas A&M at home on October 8th. That's a tough back-to-back. They play at Tennessee. Uh, Heupel's done good things with the Volunteers, but Bama will be huge favorites going into that game. And then the tricky stretch for this team, November 5th and 12th, they play at LSU and at Ole Miss. That'd be it, right. How, how, can, how competitive can Kelly have LSU? And uh, Kiffin certainly knows um, Saban. Did you see US, uh, not USC, which I'll get to in a second. Did you see UCLA schedule to start? Bowling Green, Alabama State, and South Alabama. It's got, as Brad Powers tweeted, it's got to be the worst non-conference he's ever seen. That's who, that's who they start out with. I didn't even look at their win total. Oh, my God. Well, once you get into it, who knows? I mean, yeah. it's up for grabs in conference play, but that's USC should be able to go over their win total. They're at Utah, which is always tough. They have to go to UCLA, and then they close with Notre Dame at home. But that's to tie USC into Oklahoma. How much is Oklahoma going to miss Riley? And will this be a completely different Oklahoma team? What's always been the problem for Oklahoma? Oh, it's been the defense. Okay, so now you have Venables, though, defensive guy and a genius. So what, what, what does it look like? And how do they finally have a defense? And maybe the offensive guru now who goes to USC, maybe they take a step back and they don't have the great quarterback play and, and offense and it changes. Well, uh, I could not bet may- – if you can, I would wish you luck. I could not bet USC over nine and a half in his first year. Really? Not quite yet. I could not do it. No, that's that. Those are high expectations. I still think Utah is going to be really good. Their win total is yeah. nine. Yeah. On Oklahoma, what will this say about Venables as a head coach if he goes there in year one without any of his players? Right. He's getting the leftovers that Lincoln Riley uh, left behind when he went to uh, USC, and with the NIL guys are moving around all the time. If Venables can go there in year one and flip this defense and make it actually look good, play well, and uh, be a force, uh, I will say just full full marks to that guy if he can do it in year one. I wouldn't be surprised. You could uh, also yeah. say maybe you have the talent. They're not getting coached up properly. I mean, they're running through defensive coordinators like nothing. Sure. That could, that could be another thing. But that certainly a dual, could be a doable schedule uh, when you look at and it. And they have Especially to get to, what, defense. 10 to go over? Yeah. Yeah. That's again, Yeah, they can still lose two games. Yeah. Uh, it's still a little bit of Oklahoma, though. I think I, I think I need to kind of see it to believe it first, and just maybe in like year two, then I'll have more yeah. to go with with this well, guy's the head coach. I, I like. I, I'm surprised. I like your your take. I like Riley and uh, the embarrassment of riches and all these guys they're getting coming in with the transfers. Some people think it might take time. Yeah, but I, I can't get to ten wins with USC right off the bat. That's, I mean, you got to go 10 and 2 in the regular season. 
That's that's winning a lot of games right away with players that are, you know, have a bunch of unknown to it. How it's going to work all together is what I'm saying. Cincinnati's ninth. They go to Fayetteville to start the season. Good for uh, them. Uh, they're do- big dogs in that game. Uh, they they also, I think they, I fully expect them to lose that game. They, they go to SMU. They go to Central Florida. And they also play Tulsa on the road. And they were lucky to beat Tulsa at home last year. So are there three losses for Cincinnati? I say yes. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think right. they come back to the pack big time. Uh, I mentioned Utah at nine. Notre Dame, for the record, their total is eight and a half. Same with Oregon. Texas A&M, eight and a half at DraftKings. When is all this talent yeah. going to be enough to win nine, ten games for Jimbo Fisher? Is that still a year or two down the road after they're paying players a million dollars each to come and play there? <laughs> when they have all the talent, talent yeah. in the world? Uh, and also another one, this, this open, I believe, what Paul Stone was telling us about this a couple of weeks ago, I want to say, uh, professional sports better. Texas, I think, was nine at some books. And he's like, huh, this team's not getting a ten. How the Longhorns going to get to 10 wins? Yeah. I got to tell you. Um, they open up eight, which I think is a truer number for the Longhorns. Okay. Because there's no, I mean, you could only bet under nine with this team. At eight, you could still see them going seven and five, but I, you know, that's probably the better number. And a bunch of teams on the board with a win total of two and a half. I looked, I did not see anybody with one and a half as a total. But two and a half, there you go. UConn, Vandy, Akron, Temple, Kansas, ULM, UMass, New Mexico, and Arizona, two and a half. UConn has to be better. Has to. It can't be, it can't be any worse. It's been rock bo- it was rock bottom with Edsel, and now Mora takes the job. Yep. I think they'll be competitive. Now, will they win games? I don't know, but that's, I, would, I would think UConn should be able to get the three wins. Well, how bad is it going to be for Akron? Yeah. Look at Arizona again. Uh, it's- oh, man. What, ha- what? what happened? For a for a, a power five yes. team like that to have a win total, this is not that's embarrassing. You know, that's UNLV territory. They've well, been like one two bowls in thirty years. Like Vanderbilt's on the list, that makes sense because it's Vanderbilt. Yeah. Kansas, that makes sense. They're Kansas. It's college football. They've always been bad. My, UMass, you look at the territory. Arizona, the two and a half keep there, right? So you're basically telling me that it's a give me every single week on the schedule for other Pac-12 teams, regardless of where they yeah. play. All right. Good. Well, I, I, I you know, I, I got to see the Phil Steele magazine, too. Once the Phil Steele magazine comes out and then more information, I give these guys a lot of credit who are firing away on win totals already and also uh, games of the year. Games of the year. But I, I, you need the Bible, the Phil Steele magazine. I, I will, yeah. I mean, I'll give credit to, first of all, sports books for making these available yes. this early. Yes. And, you know, guys like Paul Stone, Brad Powers, among many others who are firing and traveling in different pockets of the country to get down like they can. And, uh, I said this, I think, when you were out last Friday and Monday. When I first moved here, and you get to know people in the racket, and you're around it more and more often, um, it's like Memorial Day. That's when I'm going to start my college football stuff. You can't wait anymore. Because yeah. it's, it's out before last weekend. Uh, DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, DraftKings Casino has paid out some huge wins. A player bet 20 bucks and won more than 20000 on total meltdown. Another bet $10 and won more than $20,000 in double jackpot smoking triple sevens. A different big winner bet $5 and won more than $25,000 on Assassin Moon. Download the DraftKings Casino app today and new customers can claim a deposit bonus up to $2,000. Plus, DK is starting you off with up to $50 in free credits just for signing up. 
So download the DraftKings Casino app and use the code VSIN to claim this offer. Must be 21 plus for uh, entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. in history have begun with a question. They are not to be. That is the question. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And what kind of hair product does Mitch Moss use? But follow the money wants to know. Do you concur? Concur. What, sir? Do you concur? Hi, Paulie Howard. Concentrating on smaller sports or markets is good advice for those getting into sports betting. My examples would be lower level college football or basketball, WNBA player props, etc. You concur. WNBA? Sure, why not? No, no, no. Uh, with small limits there. Uh, but well, I would yeah, say, for sure. Same thing with uh, player props. Is following a, a particular conference, I think, is big. Whether it's college, very important college basketball, college football, I think if you're good with a, a good conference, like, uh, you know, maybe you like you're a fan of BYU, whatever, just for example, or once they were in the Mountain West back in the day, or the West Coast Conference, and then use that to follow a particular conference, I think you can really make some money there because there's so many damn teams. I think if you follow you the Mac well. in college football, that's, that's another an good one. Yes. You can do I really think, well. I think that's good. Yes, mm-hmm. you can do that. Last night, the bigger surprise was what happened in the – fourth quarter of game one in the NBA. Not that Colorado had a shutout in a 4 nothing final with a backup goalie. Do you concur? Uh, no, I don't. Well, okay. I'm stunned that Edmonton was hey, shut out. Hey. Stunned. We said on the air yesterday, when you pointed out a team to have a shutout in the game was 10-1, to 1, I said yeah. I, would meet, I would need much more than that. And I believe I asked you, would you take 30 or 40-1? to 1? And we're like, uh, maybe, yeah. maybe around yeah. that number, yeah. But 10-1, to 1, I thought was way too low. And it happened. Yeah. It happened. Up forty to sixteen, Celtics fourth quarter. Tatum no points. I would seven say, of seven from three to start. I would say the most stunning part about that was the seven for seven. Okay. Right. And, and again, down by fifteen with two minutes to go in the third quarter. Hell of a turnaround. All right. Fast food. Now it's supposed to be drive through, and I get it in a hurry. And I guess uh, a lot of places I still uh, I, I can't go in and order, and I have to go through the drive through. But this is uh, how it's going to be. You have to wait. No complaining allowed. And as a result of the pandemic, we have to put up with this. This was yesterday at Pop at one Popeyes. They put this up on on the door. We are short staffed today. Please be patient. If you run out of patience, ask for an application. You concur. We have to get used to this. We should be already. Should we not be? Is it still going to continue though and go on? It's not going to turn around at any oh, point. I don't, I, I, don't mean, think I don't think there's any end in sight. Really? No, I, th- I think it. Yes, absolutely. I know that you're Mr. G- you know, you're... Yeah, but come on. I'm in a fast let's go, Let's go. Right? Yes. You're a rocket ship all the time ready to take off. Uh, you need you need to because you could pull up any given day to any of these spots and they could be short-staffed. You have no idea. No well, if clue. I, if I can't go in because it's all drive-through related. I mean, get me in and get me out. Don't you think should be rapid fire? What if they have one person working? Seven people called in sick, not showing up. How can you as a human being possibly expect Boy. it to come quick? We, we showed the pictures at Starbucks three weeks ago. Yeah. 50 items waiting there because they're so backed up. Yeah. People just tap out and they say, I'm not waiting for another 20 minutes. So I got to go. Gonna, how long are you going to cut costs for, though? 
mean, that, that's the other thing. I mean, if the business I, is I, there, it's not like they're hurting for business at Starbucks and Popeyes. No, I know, but I mean, it's people also, want their chicken sandwich and their coffee every day. I have to admit that I know nothing. Uh, I'm not up to this. Are people still like not wanting to do anything? Well, well, I don't know, but I'm still seeing tweets about I can't get a drink at a casino. Where are the cocktail servers? You know, they laid them off and they never brought them back. These big corporations. Oh, by the way, I've, I've noticed that a lot lately from you know making the rounds, different spots across the city, and uh, playing some video poker and some table games. Uh, it is. It takes 40 minutes for a cocktail server to come across. I don't understand. Yeah, it, it's it's it, it's wishful thinking to expect it in a half an hour. Okay. Uh, in honor of Billy the Kid, Billy Chippis. Remember, he won. He bet more on Kansas City, and he didn't hedge. He bet more when on Survivor, and he won over a million dollars. But he told us, "I set aside money. I'm just going to blow specifically to blow." So yesterday. The hit at the Golden Gate, the fella from Chicago. And there's the hit, 1.3 million. He got the, triggered the gold spin and then spun and got the jackpot, which I didn't even know was possible. Should he have just money set, he, he should, excuse me, he should have money set aside. Well, who knows what the number is, 50, 60,000, but I am just going to light this on fire. Let's live, baby. Do you concur? Well, uh, yeah, I do, because that's exactly how I, I would operate. Now, what does he <laughs> yes. get from hitting this 1.342 million? Uh, that depends. 650000 What did he take? Yeah, uh, I would say that's it. Now, you would have to take the lump sum. I didn't know this was like Megabucks, but it also is IGT, where they come in. Imagine you get that call. I mean, that's why it took so long. As, I don't know if Mike said that on air or he off did. air. He did. But, uh, yeah. You, someone is there assigned to, you get the phone call, hey, there was a large jackpot, go verify At it. At 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. But you get the lump sum. The $1.3 million is if you take installments. And you're a damn fool if you do that. So now what is the lump sum? And then do you just say, take the taxes right then and there? Yeah. At, at and the, then, you, then okay. you can't negotiate this. They send you, as I would know this from experience, they then send you a certified letter in the mail weeks later. Here's your lump sum offer. There you go. Where do we wire the okay. money? Yes. So if I got 650000 assuming that's the number or in the ballpark, right? I would take a set amount and just say, let's have some fun. Yeah. And then, but I'm not, I'm not going to blow all of that, clearly. I mean, I would put and he should have got 600000 away, whatever. And if he took the lump sum, he would get something last night. I think at some point they would they would hand him some some, right. some cash. Uh, defense will beat offense in the Stanley Cup final. Do you concur? So no. Basically, what I'm saying is the Eastern Conference is going to win it. No, I'm going to try. Colorado's a machine. I think they finally get it done. I think Colorado's going to be too potent, potent, too much offense, and they will solve Igor and, believe it or not, Vasilevsky. I think I think Colorado's too good. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, Who knows? They might play defense, though. I mean, look look what they did to Edmonton. But uh, that it worked last night, but I don't think sitting on the lead's a good idea. Let me throw this one at you, because we are now in the summer months, and usually the World Cup would be starting here pretty soon. But FIFA electing to have this event later on in the calendar year as opposed to the summertime is a great idea this if you is concur. As, this is asinine. Uh, you know, the corruption. There's corruption in college sports, and then there's uh, the IOC and, and, and soccer and FIFA, what they've done here. Now, from a selfish standpoint, I mean, this would have carried us through the summer. Nigel coming out to visit, Nigel on every day would have been fantastic. But to, you're getting lost in during the football season. You're playing these big... Uh, USA, England's Black Friday. I mean, th- you're getting lost in, in important football games going on. And to do this in the in the weather, which I know was moved, 
you know, more people died building those stadiums than 9-11. They would, you come in, they would take your ta- ta- passport and wouldn't let you leave. Yeah. These people were building the stadiums. The shenanigans, it's just the whole thing is, is asinine what they did. Yeah. And the timing and how they're doing it with the schedule is lunacy. I was being facetious. It's clearly one of the dumbest ideas of all time. Yeah. Especially, you know, where they're playing it. I mean, come on, guys. What are we doing here? Uh, Tom Cruise has the best film resume of our lifetime. Do you concur? Well, it's going to be strong, but off the top of my head, I'd have to look. Because I, I know uh, De Niro's going to have a strong resume. Nicholson's going to have a strong resume. And I know he's he's an, he's an a- absolute animal. But uh, resume standpoint, Kevin Spacey's got a hell of a resume. Well, so does DiCaprio. Uh well, even Spacey, though, played some bit roles. I mean, he's he, usual suspects. Yeah. He's in uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross in a smaller role. Even when he wasn't the super, the, the big star when he was carrying films I, I would like say American Beauty and others, he's still in some big-time movies. I, you know who's got a good resume, believe it or not, is Newman. Newman's been in a lot of big movies. Wayne Knight, guy who played oh, Newman. Seinfeld, back, was like yeah. Newman, okay. Yeah. Samuel Jackson Basic also instinct. was another one. Well, he, he was in he Jurassic made, Park. He's made he too was, many movies. You yeah, think? Sam Jackson, okay, that's yeah. fair. That's um but I, I would go, if you want to go like last 10 to 20 years, who's made better movies than Tom Cruise? Not many people. And I'm telling you again, I'm urging you, Paul, you have to go see, you, you have to watch Maverick Top Gun at the theater. You have to. You, uh, you pa- can't wait for this one to come out. Pacino had financial issues. That's why he's saying yes to every script. But I, I would say De Niro's had, had an incredible run, too, with what he was doing. That's a tough call, though. But that, that would require a lot of, uh, I think, a lot of research. But certainly... Cruise is right there, though. With the action movies, yes, I would actually I would rate a couple of guys ahead of him, but like he really flipped this, and like every movie he makes now, I think is pretty much outstanding. DiCaprio doesn't do enough movies; he takes a long time off. Wolf of Wall Street, Revenant, and then what else can you tell me? Going back the the last few years. Oh, the last few? No, but if you go back twenty years, it's absolutely yeah. peppered with great movies. Well, didn't he have a time off after Titanic when he blew up? I mean, he takes a lot of time off. Well, I think he made quite a few, like in the early 2000s, didn't he? Off the top, I'd have to go back and look, but I thought there was an extended period of time off. Okay. Christian Bale? He's been in some good ones. Denzel? Yeah. I'll tell you, he was great in uh, the car movie. Ford versus Ferrari? Oh, no, I enjoyed that. Never saw it. You didn't see it? No. Damon and uh, Bale. No. That was very good. I like that. Up next, game one recap, a game two preview. How did the books adjust the series price? We'll tell you coming up. Meet Blair. Hi. In her youth, Blair dreamt of becoming a pro basketball player. Today in Accounts Receivable, Blair pursues that elusive dream. One missed shot at a time. Blair, you can play to win with BetRivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service and the excitement of live in-game betting, where you can bet live on every game all season long. Yes! BetRivers.com, it's a whole new game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. VEASAN Summer Specials here for only $39. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Adam Burke's daily best bets in Major League Baseball. Von Tobel on the NBA Finals and his NBA takes every night. Full VEASAN experience, daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly. The live video stream whenever you want. $39 to subscribe through July 31st, vcin.com slash summer. You know, this this De Niro resume, well, strong. Oh, it's amazing. And course, yes, uh, and then yeah, you, you got something there with DiCaprio. Oh, it's so good. I need more. Yes. Great in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Great in Basketball Diaries. Mar- Very underrated show. Marvin's Room. Then you go tight. Did you see The Beach? I didn't see The no, Beach. No, I did not. You ever watch uh, Shutter Island? No. Heard it with, yeah, it, so, it, so I heard. It, it's worth watching. Catch Me If I Can, Gangs of New York, The Aviator, Departed, Blood Diamond, Revolutionary Road, Shutter Island, Inception, J. Edgar, Django Unchained, 
Great Gatsby, Wolf of Wall Street, Revenant. I'll tell you this. That he knows, he knows how to pick them, though, too. Usually don't say, you know, yeah. not many rumors. It was like, oh, God, that was terrible. I will say I thought Gangs in New York was slightly overrated. Really? It was way too oh, long of a movie. Okay. And then you, uh, once upon, so there goes back to Revenant 2015, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know the pandemic. Killers of the Flower Moon is next movie. This is supposed to be something. Yeah. Coming out. Okay. All right. So updated series price now after game one last night. I think the highest price that I see is actually right here at Circa. They have the Celtics minus 185. Golden State is plus 160 there on the return. So that flipped. The sharp book, though. That I, that's what I was going to say, right? I mean, is that they, they're they're stronger they, on the Celtics yeah. now than anybody? Yep. So, and I know that uh, Jeff Sherman at the Westgate, he's been super strong on the Celtics uh, for a long, long time. I think he opened up Celtics minus one seventy five last night. William Hill opened up minus one sixty five. DK was minus one seventy five on the series price. But game two, the Warriors uh, are sitting at four, four and a half. I'm not surprised at that, uh, like Von Tobel, because the season's on the line for the Warriors. I mean, you lose the first two at home. Good night. I mean, that's it. Uh, and again, can Boston tie the record for wins here? Fascinating how they're better on the road than at home. And now 6-1 and one in their last seven straight up, going in Miami, game seven. Uh, won three in a row in Miami, the last three. Going into Milwaukee, winning huge games and handing Golden State their first playoff loss. But... Uh, you could say the supporting cast can do a better job with Golden State, but okay, the best player, arguably the best player in the series, Tatum, did nothing. It was 3 of 17 and didn't score in the fourth quarter, and they still scored 120 points. So, will White do it again? Unlikely. But I could see Big Al knocking him down because he's wide open. I can get more out of Smart. Brown was great. That could continue. You might get something out of Grant Williams. Yes, you can. Right? Didn't get much there. Maybe uh, Time Lord gives you more points, but that's they did a great job. Shutting down Curry after he went off in the weird game plan, uh, how they did it. But 21 points in the first quarter, six threes, and then he gets one three the rest of the game and not much from the supporting cast with uh, Golden State. No, I, I, I'll say this right now. I don't really care about Robert Williams' points. That's, to me, like the icing on the cake if he can actually score. If he gives them what he gave them last night and eventually, again, you know, the helping on Curry getting in his face, blocked four shots, yep. and if he just, you know, grabbed some of the uh, rebounds – um, that's all they need. Because I'll tell you, Looney, I thought, did a really good job for a big stretch in that game getting rebounds and playing his role for Golden State. He was he was good last night. But if Williams does that, uh, again, is Horford going to knock down that many threes? It's very unlikely. But Brown was awesome, and that can continue. Uh, and I would only expect Tatum to be, how, 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 come on, 3 of 17? He's I not going to shoot like that in every game. I think the Warriors were over are still overconfident. And just going back to, you know, it's not a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately sport. I mean, this is this is not the great teams that were running through people and even embarrassing LeBron James right. and winning in five and four. I mean, we dominated the – Draymond Green, we dominated the first – you were down at halftime. Right. No, you didn't dominate the first 40 no, you minutes. you dominated you the did third not. quarter. Right. It's a, bad, it's a bad comment to make. You also – to your point, they couldn't pull away when Curry was going off either. Well, I Boston mean – Boston was still hanging around. But So the best player for Golden State's going off. Tatum does nothing, and it's a close game. Yep. That's exactly um, the entire time when Curry is going nuts and he's on fire in the first quarter and they really could not establish that big of a lead. I'm like, oh, this is a good sign for the Celtics. And then like Otto Porter's knocking down threes, Tatum's still doing nothing. Curry's got the great first half. Boston led by two at halftime. 
was like, oh, they got to be feeling really good. You can't be surprised Golden State came out in the third quarter because that's who they've been for like seven years now. No, I'd be, it's cause for concern. You're supposed to win that game because Boston's off that grueling back-to-back seven-game series. Golden State's sitting around hanging out. They're at home. They haven't lost, and Kerr's 21-2 in game once, and that goes right down the drain with that 48-18 to run. You ever see a, how about a 17 nothing run just like that? No, it doesn't happen. Right? It doesn't happen. Uh, this is Steph Curry after the game and the mindset for that team now that they're down 0-1. It's the latter, but it's also understanding you know how this series develops. At, at most, we only got six games left, so uh, make make the necessary adjustments. And, you know, like I said, it's about winning four games by any means necessary. And for 40. Two minutes, we did enough to win the game tonight. That's not how the basketball works. So uh, I think everything starts to become on the table when you look at trying to get ourselves back in the series on Sunday and taking it from there. So even when Boston hit him with that big run and it got to 106-103, mm-hmm. at that point the Warriors were plus 120 in play. I grabbed a little bit of that, uh, under five minutes to play. And that just, they, they could do nothing on offense. And Boston kept making shot after shot after shot. And before you know it, a three-point lead turned into a 15-point lead. And again, several books, well, at least two, I'm sorry, at least two that I know of, including DraftKings, they were offering a promotion yesterday. If you bet either team just to win the game on the money line and that team gets out to a 10-point lead, it's automatically a winning ticket. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but both teams led by 10 and Celtics eventually won. Yeah. That's, so they that, paid out every single ticket last night. That's a dream in the NBA. Everyone goes on a run. Sure. Absolutely. What do you want to do with the largest lead prop in game two? I, I, yeah, I think I'll play it, though. I think I'll play the under. You think Golden State blows them out? I guess season on the line, it could happen. But, but I think Boston's too good and so good defensively. And uh, Golden State certainly not great at going up against a team that switches like Boston. No. They're just no. like Von Tobel said earlier, all these guys, they can just switch and keep coming at you and keep coming at you and so good defensively. Mm-hmm. With length, by the way. Yes. Right. And the other thing, the, the reality here is, and I know he had a great game against Dallas, but that's a whole different ball game. It, 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 Clay Thompson might never be the same player again. Certainly we've seen that defensively because, because of the injury and, how, and, and the time off. I mean, maybe he's just going to give you like 14 points, knock down a couple open threes, and that's it. With the occasional, he's going off and he's hot and he's got you know 28 or 30. I stand by know? my comments yesterday on Clay Thompson. That is, if it's a six or seven game series, he will give us two, maybe three games that are like the old Clay Thompson. He's not doing that every single game in the series. You just can't do it anymore. It's unfortunate no. to see. Yep. But yep. He, he, he can have a game five against Dallas, and I, you know, I expect that. Maybe it's in game two where he goes off for 35 points and he has nine threes. That can happen. But it's also, again, to, to go back to what we said yesterday, the Celtics have the individual players on defense to limit or neutralize a lot of Golden State players. Curry can do that. In any game, he can go off because when he gets hot, there's nothing you can do about it. He can hit him from 33 feet, whatever, right in your face. But they have five guys on the team, Boston does, that have held players to like 30% from three. Like that's not a blip. It's not an aberration. They're the best team doing that. Yep. They're the best team defending the perimeter in the three, and they were number two in the league and defending catch and shoot threes. So they, they can take away what Golden State does best and stop them. Uh, by the way, I need and, to point this out. We have not gotten to this yet today. If you were on Golden State for the series, 
you had to be concerned last night on the pregame coverage. Oh, yes. That every single person on the, on the panel, yeah. and I wasn't even watching, but I had it, p- it tweeted out to me, every single person picked Golden State to win the series. And what did you have yesterday on ESPN.com? It was 15, 15 out of 20? 15 out of 20. It's one game in. I get it. Well, but. the other thing, too, is everyone picked a long series. Everyone picked a long series, but Bobby Marks, who's got Boston in five, and Bobby's on a roll. Yeah, he is. I respect that guy's opinion. I, I just Jonathan Von Tobel's comments uh, 45 minutes ago to us, he bet the Celtics. He hasn't, think about this. He has a Celtics. We always talk about hedging and what are you going to do? He has a Celtics 66 to one. He bet them for the game last night uh, with the points. He bet them to win in five at nine to one. He told us he's afraid he's going to lose that ticket because they might sweep him now. His words, not mine. It was, the, the schedule really, this, this is big for the Celtics now. It's enormous with the schedule. That's another reason why I like Golden State. They played 12 games in 23 days with travel. Every other day for Boston. Guys injured, yep. banged up, right? And now they get the three days off and three days off and three days off. Yep. yep. Enormous. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Stanley Cup playoffs with analyst Shane Knighty. Will he be the first person on earth to make a case for the Rangers tonight. We'll ask him that coming up next. Meet Carl. Sir. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. Carl, you can play to win with BetRivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service. It winning customer service. It winning customer service. It winning customer service. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. 
Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.